so actually, what what I really want to talk about is um, is about a video they sent me the other day about virtual idols, about virtual idol streaming platforms rather. Yeah, and, yeah. I mean, and, vir- virtual idols on streaming, right? Yeah, I think, and 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 I mean, I personally for me, I'm not the biggest. Um, I'm not. I'm not the biggest fan of streaming. I mean, not. I'm not very into it. I mean, I sort of know what it is. I know what you know what it's about, and know that you know it's a form of entertainment that a lot of people watches, a lot of people watch. You know, people enjoy it. And I know the various form that it exists, right? But virtual idol was something totally new and totally different for me. Like I would never imagine people would pay. To, to watch someone sitting behind a screen, right? That's that's something that you wouldn't imagine in the past. But now you're watching someone sitting behind a screen that is animated. Yeah. <laughs> so you're watching yeah, a so this is, character, right? I mean, this is why I shared it with you because, like, I I, I was just thinking <laughs> that there was no way. F- I I was thinking that there was no way that you would have known about this, like, cause, like, I know about it because, like, there's actually one that I follow on TikTok. Um, and it's a virtual a idol. Weirdo. It's a virtual idol with a, a guy, and they talk about like um, anime news and stuff. And it's quite yeah, like I, I just know about it because of of that. But it's it's quite interesting. So that's I feel like from sorry, this sorry, quick I, I, I just intro, I just have this question: Does the virtual idol have characteristics <laughs> that you want in that that I saw in the in the video? <laughs> I mean. <laughs> There, there's a, there's, there's a lot of different forms of it, right? Um, but no, it's not exactly like the one you saw in the video. Okay. But it's, it's definitely not from the same nature because the one you saw in the, it's the one you saw in the video is a proper idol, right? Like the sort of like, you know, singing and sort of this form of persona that they're trying to, uh, to go through it. But the, the one that you know is on the news is this you just um. It's like a Doraemon, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like that that thing that is there. Um, so it's, okay, so you're watching Doraemon, but yeah, fine. Just, this is the one that when you know, just to bring it back a bit, because this, you know, people will be listening to this intro and like obviously there will be the title, but they would but, they would never know what we're talking about. So today we're going to cover sort of the uh, the world of streaming, right? This big big world of streaming and. I really emphasize I really emphasize on the big because I feel like in the West, when you talk about streaming, it seems very niche, right? I feel like you would think about gaming. Do you? Because you you said it yourself. You don't you don't watch any streaming at all, right? No, I don't. the the most the the, the last stream last streaming channel I watched was buying groceries on on Facebook for my mom. What? <laughs> yeah, my mom actually buys groceries on face on on, on through Facebook live streaming. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. How do, I, how does that work? So there would be so she, mostly fish and flowers. Um. So there would right. be some guy. He would basically be at his shop or wherever. He would show. Okay, here's the fish. Who wants it? Tell me. This is the price for one fish. And then they uh-huh. would you put in your, you just drop a message, put in an order, then they would deliver the fish to you. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I never knew this existed on yeah. Facebook. Uh, but uh, then again, I don't use Facebook, so I wouldn't know what exists on Facebook. But yeah, fair enough. That's that's interesting, and that and that's so, sort of a good um, sort of like bridge to what we're going to talk about next. But before 
before anything else, right, we, we had this weird intro. I don't know if I'm going to leave it in. I'm probably going to leave it in. <laughs> we had this weird intro about Virtual Idol, uh, which we'll cover it in part two. So because streaming is so big, uh, we want to do, you know, part one and part two instead of doing like a three hour long episode. But before anything else, um, you know, I told you that doing just the homework for this episode was very depressing, right? So I'm going to start off with uh, by depress by uh, <laughs> by giving the same vibe to everyone with with some of these numbers, right? So the biggest streamer, probably the, uh, one of the most famous one uh, to the mainstream, you know, population, will be Li Jiaqi, right? You know him, even though you don't watch streaming, you know of him, right? Yes, yes. I, I mean, he's the so, guy who sells lipsticks. <laughs> yeah. Well, not just lipstick, but beauty <laughs> not, not just lipstick, right? right? But yeah, I mean, in general, he's the he's sort of known for that. Uh, yes, in the past. because uh, yeah. there's this there, there's this famous uh, viral video of him and whatever, and he on in terms of annual revenue makes around like thirty million US dollars. Right. Just just to let that sink in, you you, you said you know like he sells lipsticks. Yes, 30, <laughs> 30 million. But more than this, he's uh you know like I mean this is already a, a phenomenal number. But more than this, you know like he's so influential that during the the sort of Black Friday of China, so the Shuangxi, uh, the how how would you say the double eleven, which actually is a um, you know made up. It's not a holiday, but it's a made up event or day, it's- sort of like Valentine's Day made by alibaba right yeah it's, it's, a shop, it's a shopping holiday you know to encourage yes. massive shopping yeah it, and then this is you know, alibaba offers like significant plat- significant discount on its platforms during that during that day and it's pretty much the day whereby alibaba would have record-breaking sales every single year yes so it's, it's essentially like Black Friday, but like sort of, you know, uh, because we all, I feel like we also have Black Friday. It's a, anyway, there's too many, um, too many of these like consumption you, pushing You, you don't want to know. Uh, I mean, I'm seeing, I'm seeing events on every same day of the month, like three, third of March, fourth of April, fifth of May. Yeah. 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 So... But that being said, on, on that day, you know, like, I think last year he broke a record and on his sort of uh, streaming channel, him alone made a GMV of like 500 million USD, uh, USD, right? So like half a billion in terms of like GMV yeah. on his channel. And, 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 and that I feel like is because... Because, you know, like, you, you talk about, you you know, there are people, like, selling fish on Facebook. But in the West, I feel like you don't really have this habit of shopping online through a live streaming. Wait, sorry. Just to emphasize one point. The 500 billion, it was in one night, right? Just just a yeah. couple uh, of not, hours not, of streaming. Not, it's not, not five, for the well, month. It's, half it's, half it's a half, billion half, USD. It's 500 million, right? It's, it's, it's yeah. in one day, right? Yeah. And even more than a day, it's like in one night because it's like he doesn't stream twenty four hours, you know. So yeah, yeah, so no, that's that's crazy. And obviously, you know, you you argue that there's a lot of returns, and you know, it's also like that's also something that's been highly criticized about that day that there's tons of returns because people like uh, buy compulsively and then they regret and and so on. But it still shows, you know, the sort of um, the sort of size that you know one single person, because we're not just talking about the market as a whole, because um, it's just one single person, and I feel like that's um, that's incredible. But 
more than this, right? So he's not alone, and you know, like um, Weya, which I, I literally call it sort of like the girl version of the Jachi, but it's not actually true because she has her own characteristics. She made the same number, right? So it's not like a one-off, and then everyone else is like completely, you know, behind. You know, like there are at least two, and they are dominating the sort of like just trend in this in this specific market of streaming which I think is um, really interesting when you're not familiar with, you know, first of all, people might not even know that this sort of thing exists, that people would buy through a live stream, but also like, you know, the sort of size, the sheer size of what, you know, this market represents. So just to give it a bit of comparison, right? Li Jiaqi, 31 million USD in terms of like annual revenue at a conservative, conservative estimate. One of the most famous, like game gamer streamer that I was talking to you about, her name is Itiao Shao Tuan Tuan, but she's like one of the the most popular in China as well, and you know she makes around like forty million, thirty million USD as well in terms of annual revenue. So, to give it a comparison, the biggest gamer um, streamer in the West will be Ninja, and the conservative number for his annual revenue was seventeen million USD. Right. So I mean, in in that, in that sense, the the US the the US market or rather the Chinese market, they are it's not just the sheer size, right? But is is the is the point that there are a lot more idols or influencers who is capable of achieving the top notch revenue and 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 income as compared to the US market, because how how name 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 I I think for me I can name a number of. Um, Chinese live streamers who make insane amount of money, whereas when I think about the US side, I probably you know, you know as you said, Ninja is probably one of those one of the few that I can think of. Yeah, because he's the most famous. He's the he's the top one, and he's you know, what we talked about. And I feel like I, I put another number in here because I feel like it was a good comparison. The 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 most famous in terms of the uh, the sort of video platform, the UGC video platform is PewDiePie. Right, yeah. like everyone knows him, and he's and his revenue is you know way above. Like he his goes up to like sixty million dollars, right? In terms I, of I think way way is comparable, no? I I, I think I, I mean I know I I know Weya doesn't just do live streaming. She she does yeah she's a also, lot more of the black she's also backend stuff. Yeah, not just yeah she's celebrity celebrity, and she does the along with her, I think her husband or her partner they they do the um the merchant side of things as well mm, probably yeah. yeah but but i feel like th- this is why it's also complicated and why i always you know say that it's a conservative number because obviously there's the money you generate through the platforms and through this specific live stream thing and then you know when you go to that level of you know li jiaqi wei ya yes yeah they do so many different things right like yi xiao tuan tuan i mean she's on the she's on the voice of like uh gps now <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like wow. in China, it's um, I think it's Gato who did this. Either Gato or like Battle D two, right? Um, they 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 sort of came up with this voice package, and they you know like and you can and there are like different celebrities. Obviously, you have Kodakon, you have Shotondon, you have like, <laughs> all of these persona, and you know it's um yeah. So she, you know, she you do a lot of different stuff. You get you, you know obviously you can sponsor things. You know you you are the representation of brands um but yeah you go you go to a level that you're basically a celebrity so obviously endorsement advertisement and all of that 
would be you know also generating revenue for you but you know this is it's really hard to know the exact number right yeah yeah no definitely and i think maybe maybe i mean let, let's just bring it back to the point right in the west we mentioned okay ninja is a top live streamer right and, and the core thing is that in the west we see streaming more in on game on gaming platforms right and and as pure forms of entertainment so forth and so forth like twitch right would be the biggest platform for live streaming but in china uh, i think it spans across various industries it spans across it pretty much covers a big portion of life, right? The most popular one would be gaming. Um, yeah. You have pure form of entertainment. You have you have shopping and you have, um, you know, even networking or, or travel, apparently. Yeah, I, I feel like there... So the big categories, the way I would sort of um, separate them would be uh, consumer-oriented. So like, you know what they call e-commerce live platform right and then gaming those would be the 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 big two and then there is like sort of the singing entertainment yes yeah so the general will be like you know you can have anything singing you can have education you can have like just people eating you know like all of all of those would be would would fall under fall under that category so that's like the big three category right yeah. Uh, and yeah, as you mentioned, I feel like in the West, what, 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 that's what I was saying earlier, is like when you think about streaming and the two names that we've given as well, like, you know, Ninja and PewDiePie, they're both about gaming as well. So it's, um, I feel like it's a, it's a very, it's a very different concept. So there is one thing though, with the sort of expansion of TikTok, because TikTok at home, you know, they're doing a lot of live streaming as well. You know, I, I, I feel like there are more and more actually people who are starting to do sort of this sort of general streaming uh, on TikTok. Of course, right. I mean, they, TikTok allow, like, I think this is one thing that we've mentioned, right? Um, live streaming in some sense seems to be a, an order of merchant that is, that is that has a very low barrier to entry, right? You don't need much additional cost to start. Um, sometimes you could just start a business selling items with just your phone, a phone stand, a mic. That's about it, right? But I think we'll go deeper into this and we'll find that the, the entire ecosystem is much bigger than you imagine. But from a very basic angle, it's easy for you to start a live streaming business, right? And anyone, you don't need advanced technology to do it. You could do it with your phone and you could achieve yeah. similar level. And, and TikTok does that, like, you know, live streaming does that facebook does that as well yeah and i think before that right like um because you, you call it a business but i feel like before even talking about business it's just you know people might just live stream for the hell of it right not everyone <laughs> is trying to live stream to earn money i feel like you know i mean maybe everyone has this sort of like uh maybe i'll get famous and everything but you know i feel like a lot of people might just live stream because they want to share something interesting or i don't know like there, there might be more motive than i'm trying to say i'm trying to think that you know there might be more sort of motive in life than just money but i might be wrong here um <laughs> moving on you might find yourself wrong you be wrong all the time <laughs> i know right <laughs> um moving on to so yeah we, we talked a little bit about like sort of the different category you know and the different sort of like the different players do you want to go yeah. and quickly give the history of it? Like how, how, the, how it came to be the giant 
industry yeah. that it is today. Yeah, sure. I think um, if you want to talk about the history of of live streaming in China, I think one of the early platforms. Okay, so the platforms that we know today are things like Kuaiso, TikTok, um, Huya, Douyi, and so on. Yeah, YY, YY, and so on and so forth. Right. But back in the days when it first started, it wasn't any of them. It was more for gaming. It was more for just chat rooms, right? You have uh, a startup called Six Rooms, mm-hmm. right? So that was the very early, early, early live stream. I think it was two thousand eleven. Exactly. It was before. Yeah. It was before YY, right? And then YY came about. So from two thousand, and then you know, soon after you have you have Ya Toru and so on, and it was from two thousand eleven to two thousand sixteen whereby there were more than hundreds of live streaming apps, right? Many of them just it just kept launching. And then VCs yeah. were funding them one after another. It just looks lucrative on the front. It looks amazing because there's whole this, you know, at the point of time, there's this idea of gifting. Um, even now, right? There's this idea of gifting. Of the, and this was how the live streaming platform survived, whereby um, you have users and then you have the content generators. So... Whenever you you you're happy with the content generators, you users would sort of purchase items, digital items, to give it to the content generators. Or yeah, I hear yeah. So yeah, I'll, I'll stop you here really quickly because I remember we talked about this. Uh, I don't, I don't remember in which episode, but yeah, the the concept of in the Quaiso episode. And, uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And yes. I, I made this subtle difference that it's not the, um you know, because you say like there's this habit of gifting. I feel like, you know, I, I made a difference that it's more the um, habit of spending online, right? And spending on sort of the, these virtual items and stuff because it, w- it was really ingrained with QQ. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah, yeah, exactly. Obviously, the transition to gifting was easier yeah. for people. Yeah. So I just wanted to make this quick difference because I feel like people might, might be thinking, where are they gifting before <laughs> live stream, right? Like, why do they have this habit of gifting? Where did it come from? I, 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 I want to receive such gifts as well. Um, but <laughs> just just I saying can, that. Um, you know, we'll, we'll set you up a TikTok account after this podcast. Uh, sure, no, definitely. No. Yeah. I, I have one. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, back to the point. I think I think from 2011 to 2016, a lot of, I think, hundreds of live streaming platforms came about. And competition was yeah. very intense, right? So just to give you a bit of numbers, like for instance, Six Rooms in 2015 actually received, um, was actually acquired for 26, sorry, 2.6 billion RMB, right? Yeah. Um, and then you have some famous so names like, like 50 million USD. About 30 million, yeah, about 30 million USD, more like 40 mi- 30 to 40 million USD, right? And then you have Tori, which is, uh, a pretty famous platform now they receive a uh, hundred million of hundred million USD funding series B funding from Sequoia right. from Tencent and a number of other VCs then you have mm-hmm. um, another platform called Shanhao Wang um, I would translate it to three good three good webs uh, or three good net mm-hmm. I'm not sure what's the direct translation who also received uh, 75 million of Fund you uh, remember funding right from various VCs. So, in in that few years, a lot of new platforms came about, and VCs and and tech companies just in I in a way I would call it crazily invested and and seeded these companies the growth of these platforms because they thought this would be 
um, a platform that would change the future could be a new 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 frontier of technology of, of e-commerce in that sense maybe not e-commerce but technology in in the days and ultimately it was intense competition for a number of years a lot of this most of the names failed right and right now we could see the the remnants of those who have <laughs> the remnants of those who have succeeded um those the survivors right. those those who managed to 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 outcompete you know right now right you have we are you have Tori, you have more more right and then yeah. you have the the tech giants themselves tencent kwaiso um alibaba um tiktok so on and so forth countless right why why yes i keep forgetting why yes i keep forgetting why which is let me clear, let me clarify why is probably the biggest platform out there but yes it's because you don't use it yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And, and and therefore you but for sure and i feel like one thing that I wanted to point out about the history of the evolution. So obviously you talked about, you know, this, this very early start, right? Like 2011. And then, you know, the, the sort of tons of players that just surged into this market. But what's interesting is that the bigger, the biggest drive behind the live stream at the, at the early stage was also gaming, right? League of Legends, that uh, the very popular game made by Riot, which is owned by Tencent. Uh, you know, they this game is probably the game today that is the most viewed in terms of you know their competition the the tournaments the world tournaments of league of legend is is taking place into like you know olympic sized stadium and it's full of of a crowd with millions of people watching online as well so this game is a is a huge driver for these sort of like streaming events and not just the, the the games themselves right like professional games and professional competition but also just people playing that game with other people watching th- those people play and i was i was um because at the very early stage of like when this sort of whole gaming you know streaming and and all of this started to get popular there were a lot of memes and a lot of debates online right like obviously when league was put on espn for example people were like you know it's not a sport and everything and the term esport was very um was very highly debated as well but you know like something that really struck with me is also like people are saying oh why are you watching other people play right that's always the thing it's like why do you why are you watching other people playing yeah why can't you just play yourself exactly (laughs) and that's that's like one of those arguments and then it's like then the, there was a very good comeback which was like why do you watch football and don't why, why don't you just play football yourself right what why do you spend so much money and why is it one of the biggest industries i i think i can defend both points because i'm probably one of those who would say that is because because i can play the game and it's there's a low very barrier to entry but I, but I can't play football as well so if i go on the pit i'll just be embarrassing myself yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and there, there, there are tons of arguments for uh, for 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 both sides of of the uh, of the debate, right? But obviously, you know, you can also say you can't play the level that these people are playing, right? These are like, you know, professional gamers who are training, you know, most of the day, and you know, like who are you know highly paid as well. So like, obviously, your skill level, or, or at least <laughs> as far as I know of your skill level, you know, you might be a hidden professional e game, but you know, like. It, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's very different and, and this industry the gaming industry you know is what pushed the uh the, the live stream platforms in the first place and then it really got expanded into all these other forms you know the e-commerce side of it and then the live 
lifestyle side of it. And the reason why I'm really highlighting this fact is that, you know, we said at the very beginning that right now in the West, you only have gaming as a streaming. But, you know, it doesn't mean that it won't grow into the same sort of size and, and the presence in, in China, right? And just to give you a number is that streaming, the, the, the streaming penetration in the market is around 50%. In so China. one in two, yeah, one in two people watches watch streaming you know in any form of shape which i find like it's i don't know it's uh it's ridiculous it's like this number is like <laughs> insane just just for perspective the the u.s live stream market in in 2019 was yeah. less than a billion um and you wouldn't even imagine what the size of the chinese live stream market is right uh there are numbers saying that it's 660 billion in 2019 but Honestly, I think it's way bigger than that. So that's also one of the reasons, the reason why we're not giving, you know, a very straightforward number at the very beginning to talk about market size is that, for example, the um, the uh, the market size of the uh, e-commerce streaming is, to, is said to be around 100 billion USD, right? But that number is obviously artificially inflated because it's probably GMV. So like the amount of goods that are you yep. know, transferring through those channels. But, you know, and then, you know, it's it's very hard to count, you know, obviously the premiums, the, the different fees, the, the gifting mechanism. So we haven't found a, um, a reliable a very, source you know, that, that, that we, we can really use and, and sort of give an idea to you how how sizable this industry is. But if you just look at look at the number of users, you look at the market penetration rate and you think about the whole ecosystem, how, it, how entrenched it is in, in people's everyday life. You might get a good sense. You yeah. might get a good sense of you know how large this market can actually be or is actually, right? Yeah, and especially during this COVID time where like everything is going digital, and I feel like the sort of reluctance before of businesses not wanting to go digital and now like going digital is you know sort of synonym of survival. You really have that incentive that might push all of these things like streaming that didn't used to exist because we've seen um what what is that startup that you mentioned earlier uh talk live talk shop talk live um talk talk shop life talk shop life yes right which is essentially trying to bring this sort of like it's essentially enabling people to sell through live stream on their app right so it's the, the sort of same concept as um as the e-commerce live streaming and and this reminds me because we've talked a a lot about you know like all of the different live streaming and the gaming and everything but maybe i'll just make a quick break here and talk a little bit about what it involves um the each different types of streaming because maybe for because we have it in in our heads because we've seen these streams even though you don't watch stream on a regular basis but you, you, you know sort of what is the content, but maybe for people who've never seen or like who don't even know streaming, uh, essentially, they, they might have no idea about what we're talking about here. So when we talk about e-commerce streaming, it's essentially uh, what I said to you earlier, the uh, the 2.0 version of telemarketing, right? Especially <laughs> people in front of a screen and they will be presenting products in their own way, right? It could be in a funny way, it could be in a very professional manner, giving you all the details and everything. And and then you would just buy and they would like set up links and you can buy from those links, 
but essentially it's it's this it's this form of um guided it's this form of guided shopping experience that you know these people are providing so when we talked about lichachi and weya essentially what they're doing is they're going through they will be presenting a product for maybe 30 seconds a minute maybe a bit longer and there and then there would be you know people can buy those products and then obviously you could see the incentive obviously of you know businesses asking to sort of like rent their minutes, rent a t- one, two minutes of their time to presenting their product and then try to, to sell those products for them because they are generating so much uh, turnover in, on, on their sort of channel, essentially. Um, then gaming obviously is more straightforward. It's just people streaming the content of what they're gaming. They could be gaming, you know, they could be playing League of Legends. They could be playing Counter-Strike, uh, any, any sort of game that you can think about. There would be, you know, a channel for it, essentially. And then sort of lifestyle and then the general form of uh, streaming, you know, there are people just singing, for example, like there's a very f- famous celebrity in China and she got famous for just singing and she would just be singing essentially for maybe like four or five hours. And then, you know, people will be gifting gifts or like, you know, through those gifts, maybe they will be asking for the song that they want to hear or anything. There could be people just eating things uh, and, and, and really anything you can think about in terms of lifestyle in general, like there usually might be someone who is live streaming that. So, yeah, I just wanted to, you know, quickly give a, a, a highlight or an overview about what, you know, the sort of content is uh, for people who might not be as familiar with. Uh, I mean, the, the content, the content is much more varied than what you see in the West, right? It's it's basically anything, yeah, any form of entertainment that that you would want in your life, um, and it's quite you know weird. What's really popular these days in TikTok on uh, TikTok yeah. China, because I keep I keep getting it recommended. It's uh, the tarot card, so getting uh, getting your future read on by by someone on stream. Because you know the <laughs> new uh, the new feature of uh, TikTok is obviously the uh, the clubhouse feature. Yeah. Essentially, you can join Mike. Right, so you can you can talk to the streamer directly, and, and now like I, every time like you know at night when I'll be uh, swiping through TikTok, there will be like uh, channels of like you would see someone going with those tarot cards and then talking about your future. And last time I was like literally watching because there was this this person asking um, he was about to start his new business and he was like saying is my business going to work? Uh, and then you know the person was like flipping the cards and saying oh you know this business might not work because of so so and so. Um, so anything that you can think about cuz like cuz you say entertainment but it could be really anything. Uh, anything from interact uh, from like very interactive like this like giving, telling your future to uh, as easy as you know like just dancing or singing in front of a camera essentially yeah i mean uh, think think about what's on youtube basically everything is that's on youtube can be brought live depends yeah. the perspective but yes <laughs> and 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 involve uh, on top of that it, there is interaction between the user and the content generator Yes. So more or less, right? So like, especially if you're very famous, then the interaction would be uh, minimal. Yeah. Because there is no way you can interact with everyone, right? And then obviously, if you are, if your sort of stream is more oriented to single person consumption, like uh, uh, the the thing that I was saying about you know you know <laughs> telling your future, that would be much more interactive. And you know, because uh, I was thinking like, 
one of the most ridiculous uh, stream that I've that, that was a, a big big example because we said that it's mostly gaming, but it's actually uh, but there's also a lot of like lifestyle uh, stream in the West as well on Twitch. And one one of the examples that uh, that I remember from a few years back that you know made headlines was because this guy made like I think 50k USD in one night, and you know what he streamed? Dancing? He streamed eating? No, no. He streamed himself sleeping. <laughs> wow! And just literally, the guy put on the camera and say, "Hey guys, I'm going to sleep." Put on the stream and then earn like a lot of money that night. I don't. I say fifty k USD. It might have been less. It might have been more. I don't remember the we should, number. But we, should, definitely... we should. We should try that. <laughs> <laughs> I think I can do no that. Right? I think I can do that. <laughs> And there is something as well these days that is um that's also been I don't, I think it's on Twitch as well is this guy, uh, his his concept is essentially each time you give him money, then the the amount of time he needs to stream for uh gets extended by fifteen minutes. So wow. Uh, for example, if he starts to say like I will stream two hours today, <clears throat> but obviously if you give him a certain amount of money, then it would increase by fifteen minutes, fifteen minutes, fifteen minutes. And he's now has, I think he's been streaming for like two weeks nonstop. Is so that includes dead? him obviously going, no, no, but I mean, he obviously goes to sleep, you know, he, well, and everything, streaming? And he's, yeah, yeah, he will stream. So, so what if he doesn't get enough money and the stream stops while he's sleeping? Then he's, then he stops, then he just stops streaming. Oh. But he, like, he, he, he really wants to stop streaming right now. He like, every morning he wakes up and he looks at his phone. He's like, oh my God, 72 hours more to go. <laughs> So any anything you can think of, um, it's a it's a really it's a really weird world. And and actually, we say like because uh, I I have all these uh, examples that keep coming <laughs> popping into my head right now. So 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 wait, can you, can you go back? So I uh, when I when Juan first do this topic, I asked you, I I told you right. I'm not a big, I'm not super familiar with streaming streaming. Well, you are the one who probably knows more about it, and you tell me yeah. no, I'm 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 not too familiar with it. So. Now, now you're spilling out all the examples. Mm-hmm. No, but like, I, I, I'm not, I'm not like, I wouldn't call myself an expert, but yes, I'm obviously, you know, uh, more invested. But an no, avid but follower. I, I remember something. Not an avid follower, but I, I remember this thing because a few years back there was this, um, this streaming platform that got really popular. I forgot the name right now. I, I would try to find it. And maybe put it in the um, the notes uh, of the podcast, but it was th- uh, essentially a streaming platform where people could dare you to do stuff, and you can see why this platform oh, doesn't exist anymore. Wait, I think I, I heard um, of this. I heard of this. Um, yeah, and people will be basically like you will bid to dare someone to do something, and then if he uh, if he you know takes on the challenge, he gets the money, and then. And then it really got out of hand. I mean, every like anyone with any sort of common sense can see how this got out of hand. But yeah, so just to I say that you this. know, um, it's not like the Western world didn't experiment with their own form of like various streaming experiments, um, so to speak. It's called something like something with P. It was something with P. I remember, remember but I, I think yeah, I I heard of this. I heard of this as well. Yeah. Wow. Well, okay. Yeah. 
So, so yeah, so, so yeah, <laughs> I think. But yeah, that's the, that's, that's, the that's, world of streaming definitely exists in the West. That's that's what 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 I'm trying to say for, with all these examples is that the the world of streaming um definitely exists in the West, and there are there are tons of um there are there are tons of things that you know that has been going on for a while, but just the size of it is definitely not as significant as in, in China, for example. And but, it's still not, you know, I feel like they don't connect to each other yet. But I think I think right. the difference, I mean, yes, we, we, we do recognize that the world of streaming definitely exists in the US. But I think the, the main difference is that when I see streaming in the US, I see it as more individualistic. Um, we have, it's mostly individuals streaming their, their activities and so on and so forth. But I feel like in China, it has sort of evolved to a point whereby it has become a whole a whole ecosystem like a media company right being an influencer yeah. being a being a streamer being someone who streams on platform is is like um being a celebrity you have the whole team of media company help to package you your manager who who sort of you know arrange things for you arrange your business business uh business needs you know the whole team yeah. of um, you know, support in terms of lighting, equipments, and, and everything else story behind lines, you. Storylines, yeah. content creators, packaging. You know, people who review. And so I mean, you it's it's insane. You make it sound fancy. You make it sound fancy, and I feel like people would be like, "Oh, that's cool." Like you know, I sign up to a company, and then I have like my own manager. No, that's not that's not how it works. Uh, like most <laughs> most likely, you know, if you sign up to a company, basically you will be with a dozen other people who will be doing uh, in your in your field that will be doing the same thing. And for example, if you're a sing singer. They will provide a studio because maybe at home you won't you won't have a space where you can sing because maybe the neighbors might complain and everything, you know. You provide you with a phone with you know the sort of sound card that you need, uh, all the all the equipments. They will have maybe one person to do the makeup for everyone, you know. Uh, and yeah, so it's it's more like uh, what I'm trying to say here is that you know, you have obviously streamers who are their own personas and you know made it on their own. But you also have people who are actually just going to work, and their work is to stream. Yes. So there, there. I mean, I think we need to draw a segregation here. There's the, um, I would call it the ankle, the ankle influencers like Li Jiaqi, like Wei Ya, so on. Right. They are the ones who have a whole whole team of people supporting them because they are the core, right? And then you have individuals yeah. who are more basic, um, who actually sign up to companies. They get they get they get a paycheck from. You know, based on contract with the companies who then provide them of, with all these resources yeah. right and what who they are is pretty much just an additional channel to this company to help um, you know, bring in revenue through by by selling products or by being an being a being an idol on on, on a platform yeah yeah right and then you have like the people who are just doing for the fun of it and actually make it yeah, so. yeah. I I think it's sort of become, um, a bit challenging for new new. Maybe I'm wrong here, but a bit more challenging for new individuals to, to sort of make it big to that same level that you know Li Jiaqi and Wei is. Um, not to say it's impossible, but I think the the industry has gotten much bigger. That it's, it's a lot more competitive in terms of, um, how to attract, users. 
right? Number yeah, of users you can attract. That and also like because that and also because you're you're competing directly against celebrities. Yeah, and I'm talking about proper celebrities, people you know who who you know do movies and series, and and they will also be live streaming. Yeah, I mean, uh, just a couple of weeks back, we have. Uh, I think I think Wolf mentioned this, right? We saw Andy Lau live Andy Lau live streaming, and Andy Lau is one of the most famous. Um, actor or, or star celebrity in in Hong Kong. Yeah, yeah, but yes. Um, so so I think I think what we really want to talk about here is sort of the value chain. It's Andy Lau. Ah, yes, yes the Andy Lau. <laughs> but no, it's sort of the value chain of live streaming in in China. It's it's. I think I think from on certain level, I would think that it's a bit more mature in terms of commercialization. In, yeah. in China than in the West or outside of China. Let's put it that way, right? Yeah. There are a lot more, I would call it, auxiliary services that helps yeah, live streamer sure. to become live streamers, that helps companies or merchants to bring themselves onto live streaming platform because not every live streaming, not sorry, not every merchant or not every business have the capability to have a tech team who can start building up live streaming apps or, or connect them to live streaming apps if they are just a merchant selling um, makeups or a merchant selling certain products, right? I don't think they have yeah. the capability to, to do so. So a lot of all these services and, and technology and, and development type of things, it's outsourced to professional teams out there. And I feel like just to maybe give a highlight of things, because, you know, we, we talked about a lot of different things and, you know, the competition, the different players and everything. And just to quickly summarize, right, to say, you know, when we talk about live stream, it's not just, you know, obviously the platform and then, you know, some random dude or some, you know, <laughs> random person just starting to stream, you know, it's uh, as we said, it's a lot. So you have like training schools. Uh, that we've mentioned you've got content producers you know there are that might be uh, companies that make games or you know media companies that will just make content and then you know that that will also be served for for the purpose of live streaming yeah and then you've got the platforms obviously so we talked about it yy douyu huya tiktok uh, and so on which will be the sort of equivalent of twitch right the the marketing channels um because obviously they're this is like the main driver behind, right? Especially for the e-commerce streaming, the auxiliary services, right? The resource platform, all the other companies, the, uh, you know, the makeup professionals and, and everything. And, and all of that, like there's just a huge amount of like a huge market behind the streamers, obviously. Um, and then the, uh, the auxiliary service for the merchants because of the, um, the planning services, the, the tech teams and, you know, like, there, because it's uh, you know the data servers that needs to host all of these data like the just the whole logistics behind it is is huge and we're not going to to a lot of the all of the details here but you can imagine you know the sh- because of the sure size of the market the amount of you know like just it equipment that that needs to that that, that needs to go in, in in order to maintain this whole ecosystem and then obviously as we mentioned earlier you know like the marketing channels the commercial services is um is a huge has a huge role to to play in it so you know i just wanted to quickly go through these the the big the big sort of like different roles or like different sort of players that that have like their own piece of the cake that they want to grab from from this right so yeah you wanted to say so uh, so i mean i mean what we're saying is that when we get to a certain size you obviously need an entire team to support you to, to handle your daily life, to handle 
the business side of things because uh, influencers and celebrities are, are humans as well and they have 24 hours a day. So it's quite impossible yeah. for them to, to do everything by themselves. So, you know, it might look glamorous on the front, but you no, know, we can go more into depth in, in, in the next episode about uh, the, the life of a live streamer in, in China. And it's not vastly different from celebrity. Yeah, and I think it's uh, it's actually a whole business, as you as you mentioned, right? It's a it's a whole business uh, by its own, and especially when you get to a certain size, then you have like obviously all the different contracts with the platforms, because then it, it becomes it it's not trivial anymore on which platform you are, because obviously you bring you're bringing you know people onto the platform and everything. So there's a there's a lot to it, and it's a, it's a huge market. We'll stop here because for. Uh, because as I said at the beginning of the podcast, you know, it's a, it's a very big topic. So we'll try to cover it in two parts. For the next time, uh, we'll cover a little bit more about, you know, like the um, the hardships that of these influencers can go through. And just to highlight a little bit about, you know, the reality of the business. We want to talk a little bit about uh, the f- sort of future looking, right? So obviously the impact of COVID both in China and on the West and how is this going to enable or not uh, streaming as a whole and then we'll talk a little bit about the future of streaming for other sort of like um the the innovations are coming to the tech world right so that could be the virtual idol that you mentioned at the very earlier of the show or obviously vr streaming and all of those uh, which i think will be uh, very interesting